Welcome to Certified Last Care Podcast, show for you if you're just not current on movies, TVs, books, music, whatever. Um, you're trying to stay current in this binge-worthy nation and this binge-worthy society we're in right now, but you just can't. You haven't seen the latest blockbuster, you haven't seen the latest uh, TV show and what's all the hype and what's everybody's talking about, but hey, it's not your fault. It's just the way it is. Um, on today's podcast, I have a special guest with me today, a special guest host. Hopefully, you'll see more of him in the future. Um, I'll let him introduce himself later on the show. I am going to talk again about what CLC is and how to be a certified last carrier. We're going to talk a little bit about Bob Burgers and some other shows just like it. Um, we're going to talk about uh, video game movies and not what you think. More along the line of Resident Evil. Um, and whatever pops up in the conversation. Uh, so right now we're gonna get right into it. Hey guys, um, so today, episode three officially i think we're back on the right numbering (laughs) um i'm your host mr don't boomy and i have my very special co-host with me today i'm gonna let him introduce himself what's up my name is john garcia and um was that supposed to say more (laughs) no you could have but nah i missed my my chance i'm I'm just i'm just playing old john now that's cool uh yeah i think you're on what john garcia arts everywhere anyway yeah yeah. i'm like instagramming whore myself so you'll you'll eventually like run into like some of my my work hopefully yeah we'll we'll get more into that in a second um what were we gonna oh i was gonna talk about some you know new old news whatever Hmm. um what did you think about uh, what are we talking about about music? Complex had a panel, and then that led me to figure. Oh, out was that Vin, with uh, Vince Staples and Vince Rayquan? Staples? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, 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 Vince Staples or Ray. Well, Raekwon was there. Yeah, Raekwon. No, you're right. It was. Yeah. It was uh, is it Vince Staples or Vic Staples? It's Vince Staples. Vince Staples. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I don't know who that is. And then I went to go listen to a couple of his tracks, and mm-hmm. it wasn't bad. Um, so I started listening to Vince Staples, and I was like, okay, yeah, he's cool. I think I'm having, um, I think I'm starting to be like weirdly bougie with music. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's getting harder and harder for me to discover music, if that makes sense, or like to add new people to my list of people I want to listen to like oh that's why it takes so long this is part of like again being like a certified last carrier in a way because it's like people are like oh you should listen to so and so and I'm like okay I listen to them about probably a year from now <laughs> I'm actually like looking for yeah. new artists but like, like two it, years from now you finally be listening to like Malibu by Anderson Park. yeah like I'm just <laughs> like okay I'll finally start listening to him like you mentioned uh, earlier when we were talking Brother Ali and I was like I've heard about him mm. so much what I think though about Brother Ali for me is that um, and again this is probably redefining my taste in music is like I don't know if Brother Ali is good for um, cruising music or like chilling or something like that and I think that's what the issue is for me like I can't I don't have I don't have like 
time to like sit back and say, oh, I'm going to enjoy this artist and listen to his album or listen to this mixtape and go through each track or whatever. Um, but sometimes it's just like, all right, he put out like one track and it was a hit or whatever and then I can try it. Or if I'm like, when I used to take the CTA a lot, it was easier. But now I'm like Uber home, Uber <laughs> home. And it's just like, I don't have that that gap where I can put on some music and right, then... just kind of absorb music. Yeah. And um, it was uh, it, it, it was a uh, some other random artist I discovered was from driving Uber because <laughs> uh, what I found is I hate trying to match music with my customer so it's like if a certain demographic gets in the car I'm like okay maybe I should play some um, turn up music especially if I'm yeah, like yeah. driving at night and they're about to go to a club or something right. or I should I'm picking up an old lady getting off work okay maybe I should play some jazz or something mm-hmm. I was like Nah, not doing it anymore. Find I found out what the best thing that works for music for driving Uber was um, new jobbies. Uh, after one, no, new hobbies. Uh, new hobbies. Sorry, new hobbies. After one, and um, there was this other group. So my friend would just told me about. I think their name is Magic or something like that. Let me check. But it's like chill, like chill, chill music, but with with a beat, and maybe they're flowing over a low beat or whatever, because right. you can talk over them, mm-hmm. you can talk to you, or if you don't want to talk, and I'm driving, and they're just chilling. Like, I've had... <laughs> I'm sorry, what is that? I had the most... Um, uh, shall I put this? Caucasian <laughs> lady, <laughs> like the most anti, like it was such a shock that when she got out the car, she was like, Oh my gosh, I love your music. <laughs> this, I could just stay in the car and listen to it all day. Like, I was gonna tell you to drive around the block again. I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> like, oh, I should have said it this way. She was a Lincoln Park resident. I was like, oh, you, you like, oh, yeah, no, no, it's great. And, like, the fact that she liked it, all I did was put new hobbies on um, Apple Music and mm-hmm. I put it on radio. Yeah. So it was, like, like all these other random like artists. Part of, yep. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's the best music to write to. So that is people I'm, like, discovering now. But, mm-hmm. like, finding time to listen to real hip-hop artists or real rap artists mm-hmm. is harder now because especially if they curse or something like yeah. that like i can't play that when i'm driving uber or i can't play that at home and we have my son randomly walk in yeah <laughs> the group's name i was talking about was king it's a group of three females um and yeah again their name is king and they're like flow is so smooth like it's it's kind of r&b but since r&b kind of doesn't exist anymore i don't know what to classify it as i'm sure other people will be able to classify it a little bit better but their name is king and i and i think i discovered them at a friend's um get together like in background i was like who is this yeah. and they were like oh it's this group named king they're actually pretty dope i was like oh okay yeah, i'm gonna check them out like well, I would add uh, one more another artist to your your list of like chill music would be um, DJ Okawari. He so just released like, somebody I totally would never have found out about. What's their name? Uh, DJ Okawari. How you spell that? Uh, <laughs> go go Google. Right. <laughs> so it's O K A W A R I. Okay. Oh yep, got it. Probably pronounced that wrong, but. 
don't don't worry. We have in our um, in my fantasy world, I have a lot of fans, Mm -hmm. and in those fans, I have (laughs) a bunch of fact checkers that will uh, (laughs) correct. Yeah, we'll we'll be fact checkers. We'll get get Toro. Oh wait, yeah, I I like his cover art. (laughs) Yeah, like he's definitely on the same days as like new hobbies. Mm -hmm. Um, new hobbies, like I got into him like because of Samurai Shampoo way way back. Yep, yep, and Um, again, that's mm -hmm. the same thing. And, and of course that led to uh, Shingo 2 the, the, the Japanese MC and whatnot and like similar types of music like that mm-hmm. and then I think like similar to you you know you just like you put like new hobbies in Pandora and then like you know you just they, they play similar stuff and then DJ Okawari is one of them that came up like oh I like this it's like same vibe and everything um, I know he just came out with a new album I think and they're like one of the tracks he actually has Talib Kweli in there which is pretty dope it's like oh wow so um, I think we're gonna kill the music chat for now. Um, I did want to leave a lingering question mm-hmm. because this is something that we've talked about a little bit and it's been bothering me. Was uh, like I want to know, I want to know what people think or if there is still a distinction between hip hop and rap. Right, mm-hmm. because I feel like in a in a in our ripe generation for music, I've like so many arguments on this. Because it's so like if you go on like different streaming sites, which mm-hmm. people are active on now, you'll see like hip hop best hip hop tracks of the two thousands, mm-hmm. right? And then you'll see best rap of the nineties or something like that. Yeah. Like was hip hop not? So I feel like hip hop went from being a culture, mm-hmm. and then they tried to make it a genre of music when R and B was on its way out, right? right. So I give hip hop like um, a Diddy track with Loon and like art with Usher on it. I think mm-hmm. was I think I need a girl, right? So right, like yeah. that was I think on even out the music that's defined as hip hop, mm-hmm. right? And but then if you go back to some different tracks that were raps, but they just had R and B artists on them. For instance, like the Method Man and Mary J Bly track, mm-hmm. that would just be a rap song, right? right? Be a rap song featuring R and B. So yeah, I'm like, what happened? <laughs> Do we have two genres? Is hip hop still culture? Can it be a genre of music? I even we even had one of our coworkers the other day say something like, oh yeah, that was no 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 that was hip hop, and I was like in my head I'm like, wait, <laughs> like this always bugs me, but like. One way I always looked at it was like, you know, um, hip hop, yeah, at least hip hop is the culture itself. Rap is a part of like hip hop, you know. Like, I, I, I like agree rap, with yeah, that. Like, like rap to hip hop is like, you know, a pencil to uh, art or writing. Mm-hmm. You know, you can use a, you can use a pencil to write or you use it to draw, depending on how you use it, but it's, you know. Uh, I don't know, man. It's like, so, I've, I've been to so many arguments online with that. It's like, no, you're wrong. You're, you're dead wrong. It's like, you know, hip hop is dead. Like, okay, no. Um, Unless you're quoting Nas, it's like that's I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think it's just more like I think more so for marketing. I think that's what yeah. probably happens too. Is definitely for marketing. Yeah, because I think you can you can um, I think you can attract more like people like you said your your Uber uh, passenger with something like hip hop. You know, because that encompasses more of like oh yeah some R and B singing in there some beats. You know, some rapping as opposed to, you know, oh, this is rap. And then you've already kind of limited your audience right there. I think. I mean, at least that's 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 this. Uh, I think we'll definitely have like a lingering, um, not lingering. We'll have an ongoing uh, discussion on hmm. because I think it's a tough it's a tough 
topic mm-hmm. to distinguish. I definitely agree. I lean more towards what you said about like it being a um, it being the culture and mm-hmm. the rap is a part of. Yeah. But it's just that w- the way they define music when you're looking for tracks, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was just just a big chunk of music. I don't think they do it now, but mm-hmm. there was a big chunk of music at a time when R and B artists were meshing were meshing with. Uh, um, rappers mm-hmm. and they didn't know what to call the music right? right where we would just say oh that was just a rap track but then maybe the hit rapper was kind yeah, of sing songing on this track mm-hmm. too and then maybe the the singer was kind of rap a little bit and it was just right. like I don't know what to call this yeah. song it also, yeah, it also depends like whose track it is like you mm-hmm. could have like you know Biggie featuring 112 and that's a rap song but then you have 112 featuring you know Mason and that's a R&B song still featuring rappers so I was like okay and you know who, we, who benefited all of this Puffy yeah, but more of like in a child sense, I was going to say Drake, where yeah. people are like, where did this type of music come from? That's where it came from. Yeah. He grew up on that type of music, right? So when he came out and said, I want to do songs and do whatever, he's like, oh, I can rap. No, oh, I can sing. Mm-hmm. I can do my own song. I don't need anybody. Right, like, I don't need anyone to like Everybody's like, what's all this sing-songy stuff or whatever? But mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, well... It's it's Drake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the, what his music. That's what he. That's what he grew up. But um, anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to what do we have next? Uh, what have you been up to? So that people can get to know you a little bit yeah, yeah. better. What have you been up to professionally? Um, and then you can tell a little people. Uh, tell the people a little bit about what you do. Professionally, um, selling drugs. <laughs> no, no. Um, that is an active career. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a legit career. I mean, just ask Rick Ross. But I mean, no, ask the state of Colorado. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> ask Washington State. No, that's like a legal <laughs> job title right now. <laughs> it's a career, but uh, no, like what what I've been um, up to, just like you know, doing freelance work for graphic design, animation, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, trying not to be your stereotypical. Starving artists, because, you know, starving sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry, Somalia. (laughs) We used to understand your pain, but not really, no. Um, We'll we'll make a hashtag for you guys. Yeah, definitely. They have one. (laughs) They have several. (laughs) um, We'll we'll make a Facebook overlay, because that's, you know, apparently that's all that's that's needed. That's all you can do now, yeah. (laughs) Did you? Sorry, you brought this up. So, like, do you know how they solved that issue? Um, Somalia? No. the issue of um, of uh, overlays. Because you remember, people were mad about that. Yeah, people were mad. It's like, oh yeah, like you, we would have like, oh yeah, remember Paris? Oh, but what about you know? Um, Whatever. This country, Brazil yeah. or whatever. It's like, so what they did was they copped out, right? So yeah. they were kind of like <laughs> smart because it was going to be bad anyway. Yeah. Like you can't pick sides. If right. Mark Zuckerberg decided mm-hmm. to um, come out with an overlay for himself, or he mm-hmm. just used the overlay to say support Paris or whoever, yeah, yeah, cool. If Facebook. 
Facebook does it, mm-hmm. not so much. Yeah, it's too that... many people impact. Facebook is now an integral part of society. It's the mm-hmm. cornerstone, the pinnacle, and the example of social media, right? So yeah. it can't choose sides. That's the way Twitter does it and says we can't choose sides, and Facebook can't choose sides either. Mm-hmm. So what they did was say, hey, you know what? If you want to use overlays, we're going to just open it up. Anybody mm-hmm. can create an overlay, yep. and you can produce, and you can use an overlay as you see fit, which mm-hmm. makes sense. It was right. like, dang, it sucks that you had to get all that backlash <laughs> to figure that out, but... It happened, and I was like, that's the best way you can go about it. It's like, it was do whatever you want. It was pissing me off after I was like, okay, you can't say, you just couldn't. Turkey had the same type of terrorist attacks at the same time Paris, I think, was having theirs in some mm-hmm. other places. And I was like, oh, we're going to all stand up for Paris. Like, right. no, Paris, sorry to say you're a big you're a big city and a mm-hmm. big country and a major player in the world. You kind of don't need our sympathy. You do. <laughs> sorry, people like, die, and that's sad. Mm-hmm. But, like, struggling nations definitely needed like, the attention right. not, for not the to, aid more. You know what I mean? Like, parents is going to have resources to recover. Mm. Other countries aren't. Right. <laughs> it, it, it's like you, you can't, like, commercialize that. You yep. Know, it's like, yep. oh, you know, it's like show your support by, you know, by, by clicking on this. But, like, well, how about this country, you know? Exactly. How about Jamaica? How about Aleppo? How about all that? Oh, man, we're getting wasted. Yeah. We're, we're in the weeds on pol- <laughs> politics and world. And too much, too much. Uh, I'm going to quick run through. I've been studying um, some stuff outside of IT. Uh, I've been learning how to be a SQL server, like, database administration. So it's not really what we do on day-to-day and help desk and all that stuff. It's more focused on a central um uh, career topic just to just to diversify. I got I'm getting kind of in a way like our old friend. I'm getting kind of <laughs> bored here. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, not yeah. literally bored because I have to like, do it, every day. But like I need to diversify because if I ever do want to leave the job, and I think everybody should aspire to grow out of whatever job they're in, even if you love it, you should still work towards goals. But anyway, I was like, I need to diversify. My friend is a database administrator, and he's kind of been. Um, practicing running a course mm-hmm. on me and my other friends. So okay. I'm learning how to do that. But um, all of that official stuff out the way, we're going to talk about um, some really cool topics here while we have some time. Uh, we're going to jump right into uh, what are you watching? What do you recommend? And I've been talking about um, Bob's Burgers <laughs> only because my other co-host, my friend uh, Chuck Oluolabi, he's been hounding me saying, dude, you need to watch Bob's Burgers. You need, and this is not like, oh, recently since the podcast started. This is like <laughs> over the year. Like, I forgot even, I think Bob's Burgers came out in like 2011. It's been and, out for a while. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I remember watching one episode and I was like, Nah, I don't think I want to go. Remember, you know my history with that like animation style, and I yeah. was like, like not against it, but I felt kind of annoyed with the prevalence of that animation style. Bob Burgers, Rick and Morty, Adventure Time, mm-hmm. um, and all the rest of them just being so prevalent. And I was like, what happened to Uncanny X Men? What happened to <laughs> Teeth? Like right, real right. animation, mm-hmm. like not this. They, like, they got that kind of backyard. Color. I'm yeah. drawing on the tablet type yeah. of. Deal. <laughs> So, um, but anyway, I was one over. Um, I think my my switch started happening when I finally sat down and watched one episode of Rick and Morty, and that turned into ten episodes <laughs> of Rick and Morty. <laughs> and I'm definitely, definitely throwing this down as a certified last carrier top recommendation. Go back and watch Rick and Morty. You will not be disappointed. I guarantee you, if you don't watch at least two or three episodes at once. 
I'm going to definitely find a way of giving you some Bitcoin. <laughs> but no, Rick and Morty started me. Then I transitioned over into, um, I finally started watching Bob Burgers, which now that's become like a daily thing to unwind. I go home, deal with family life, do all this stuff. And how do I fall asleep? I put on Bob's Burgers and right, catch right. a few episodes. Like that show um, is crazy. And we were talking about this yesterday about how, Bob's Burgers, it took elements from all the big shows mm-hmm. of its genre. Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad. Um, King of the Hill. King of the Hill. And it's like, if you start really analyzing it, you take Bob, the main character, and he takes, of course, the grunginess of uh, Hank. Not Hank. Yeah, Hank from King of the Hill, mm-hmm. right? He takes that, like, I'm a disgruntled dad who's trying to run a little business or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you take the wife who's, like, a combination of, like, Marge and various other female characters. But the kids, I think, are, like, the the highlight of the show from Bosberger, right? Like- so you got, like, the youngest, which is Louise, who takes from a little bit from Bart, who takes a little bit from... Um, uh, the alien. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's scheming all the yeah. time, right? A little, little bit of Stewie, too. Oh, not Stewie. As, That's yeah. what I was trying to not, think of. Not yeah. as, you know, uh, maniacal as Stewie, of course. Yeah. No. You got a hint of him there. Yeah. So. And then the son is like Bobby from King of the Hill <laughs> and a little bit of Lisa because mm-hmm. she's like awkward or whatever. Right, and, right. and, you know, just keeps going on and on and on and on. So I'm definitely going to throw that out there for people to watch Bob's Burger. You say you've seen it already? I've seen a few of it. Like, um, just because, like, I, you know, when I catch it on Fox, like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. I haven't had a chance to, like, really just binge on that. But it is, it's one of those shows, too, like, where I initially, when I first heard of it or saw it, it's like, we already have The Simpsons. We already got Family Guy. Wait, what that was exactly this? my same sentiment. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's one of those, you have to, like, sit down and watch it and just kind of, like, you know, let the humor, like, seep in. And, like, you, and, and then, yeah, you realize, like, why it has staying power. You know, after all these years, like, you know, Simpsons still around. Um, Family Guy, American Dad, Why Is Bob's Burger Still Around? And then, you know, you watch it, you watch like one or two episodes, like it, it stands on its own. It's it does. Its own, it definitely like, does. They, I, and then give credit definitely to the writers. I think that was what made the show like where, where times where Simpsons have fell off, mm-hmm. um, these other shows have kind of picked up the slack. Since yeah. Simpsons technically did kind of create this genre yeah. of animated sitcoms, right? Mm-hmm. And kept it right they've right. kept the helm so they're like the taxis of, <laughs> like you're not gonna just get rid of taxis it's impossible it's not gonna happen just like you're not gonna get rid of newspapers but then you have stuff come along like buzzfeed and, <laughs> and all these other and the onion right yeah, yeah. and then they all have great genres so um those some horrible analogies all thrown and mixed together but <laughs> just i said all that to say is that um Bob Burger is definitely good. It's definitely earned its rank. Um, I wonder, it made me think of two things. Um, and you mentioned this earlier, was that Simpsons ended up focusing a lot on Homer, right? Yeah. I hadn't really considered it. I was like, what was wrong with Simpsons? Where did they get wrong? And I felt like just that the, the writing got... Um, stagnant, in yeah. a way. I mean, it's like a lot and of not, writers... and not, not to say that it was bad or declining. Mm. It was just like consistently yeah it just they kind of relied on a, like a formula and then like mm-hmm. i feel like you know after a while the writers just kind of left to do their own thing you know so i guess it's like like oh do we continue being original or whatever or just go with the same um formula we're having now i could be wrong because i haven't seen the simpsons in like years so now i, mean, I watched the simpsons episode last year just randomly caught it mm-hmm. um 
And I was like, okay, like, this is what I like about The Simpsons. The problem with The Simpsons only, though, is we live in a binge-worthy society. Yeah. We talk about it. This is exactly what this podcast is about. Mm-hmm. I can't. It's very hard for me to go back and watch Simpsons episodes mm-hmm. to say, I'm going to watch, like, these next five episodes all mm-hmm. at once, right? Yeah. All these other shows, I think, were made and written by people in our in our generation that were like, we're gonna kind of watch, we're gonna write these episodes in a way where people can just watch them. They'll just flow into each other. Mm-hmm. There may not be a really big overarching storyline or anything, mm-hmm. but you can just you can just leave it and let it roll. Yeah, you like, just kind of pick and go. Like I think, um, like Adventure Time, you mentioned that mm-hmm. that was like the for me the appeal of that. Um, that'll take me a while to get into too. That and like I'm still taking a while yeah. to get into. It's like um, I got into regular show f- first before Adventure Time because regular show was like a, a little more grounded as well as grounded as you can be considering the two characters as a raccoon and a what a blue jay. But like Adventure Time is one of those uh, you know, one of those like little animations where it's like oh you watch like 15 minutes of it like okay that was pretty funny whatever. And then out of nowhere, it'll, it'll like hit you with like, oh, hey, by the way, there's this huge story going on in the background, and we'll just throw hints off. And then that that gets you like, wait, I want to, I want to know more. So it just kind of, you just kind of like stick with it. And like, uh, go in in regards to like the the animation style, like I totally get you with that one, you know, because you know we all grew up with the X Men, we all grew up with uh, you know, Spider Man, all all these action comic book um animations so definitely seeing something like adventure time and uh, bob's burgers where the art style is like okay very very simple um it, it definitely like didn't appeal to my comic book ten uh my comic book sensibilities but you know once you start watching you realize it does um it it, fo- it allows you to focus more on like stories and character development rather than just like oh cool actions you know i mean that's obviously possible to, like to mix both but Stuff like mm-hmm. Adventure Time and Rick and Morty and the rest, what really happened for me was that it, the unorthodox, the unorthodox style of the, the show mm-hmm. ended up like just breaking through and I was just like, this is freaking hilarious. <laughs> because what they would do is drop so much subtle hints, jokes, whatever, mm-hmm. that you're like, oh my gosh, what are they talking about? And then, of course, there'll be some outlandish, ridiculous stuff on screen mm-hmm. but then you'll be like wait was that a shot at the president or was that like mm-hmm. a joke about this or whatever and you're like whoa like this is crazy so um, yeah that was the same thing with me like and you got me into this show actually same thing with um archer oh you know, it's like how did i mention <laughs> archer it's like archer was one of those like you know you want to talk like someone that's you know something that's not like the typical animation style you know that, that we grew up liking it's like oh yeah like stop stop motion animation whatever it looks stupid and then like again you you just you you sit and watch and you, you listen to the dialogue it's like oh my god this is fucking hilarious Archer definitely <laughs> wins like I think they did win some awards mm-hmm. I'm not sure but I can check but like they were um they were so they won me over by their writing because of course like you said the animation is weird and I was like why should I watch <laughs> and then it becomes like a freaking amazing show side note people Bob's Burgers main character and Archer are uh, the exact same voice actor. Yep. So I, after I found that out, after watching the episode of Bob's Burgers, I was like, I was definitely hooked for sure because just it fit. It, I mean, kudos to the guy who's the voice actor, but it definitely um, fit both shows. Uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, so 
Wasn't he supposed to be like the voice for um, Rocket Raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy? Probably. Yeah. I, I don't know. That would be cool. Yeah. That he fits. He does. Definitely. I've been watching Guardians of the Galaxy, um, the animated the animation. show on um, Disney, mm-hmm. which is actually not bad. Yeah. Um, they it's it's a it's a com- animated show for uh, based off the movie. Right, it's it's, not, it's like it's within like the MCU or some of that, or it's, it's not part of the MCU. <laughs> um, they have original stories in there, but uh, so like the movie coming out, the new movie coming out, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, won't tie to the show, but whatever happens in the movie can show up in the show. In a okay, way. right. So right, like what happened in the first Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> kind of is talked about <laughs> in the cartoon, okay. but it's not like this cartoon whatever happens in the cartoon has to reflect in the movie like it's just they're like side by side gotcha it's like a parallel universe or whatever right they don't they don't they don't act about it but I don't know uh I think we are almost running out of time here I mean it's cool like you you mind if I just let my friend in we could keep recording oh yeah let's uh let me pause it then that's one hey uh, so yeah, um, please go watch Bob's Burgers and Rick and Morty and Archer. You won't regret it. It's it's one of the best modern uh, animated sitcoms. I mean, aside from all the classics, those are definitely definitely worth it. Now the fact that I hate that I binged Rick and Morty, I'm <laughs> sitting by waiting for season three. Right. Out. See, that's why I haven't jumped into it yet. Because like people tell me like, oh, you love it, you love it. Like I know I will, but then like. Season three hasn't come out yet, and since we're in that, again, since we're in this, I mean, but it's two seasons of a great. Yeah, like you know, time. I'm sure there's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be a uh, season three this year. I think I don't know what the holdup is. There's some something going on with the thing or whatever. Everyone's waiting on that. That's all I hear. So follow them on Instagram too. Both the Rick and Morty official Mm -hmm. um, page and then a Rick and Morty fan page because Rick and Morty. Had they did some like super original concept on Instagram? I, forgot what, I think they did a whole episode on Instagram or something <laughs> like that. It was like something sure. super original that nobody else had done, and they got like rave reviews or whatever on it. Um, but since we brought it up, you talk about you haven't watched this only two episodes. I'll talk about uh, what it means to be a certified last carrier real quick to kind of um, explain it a little bit better for people. And I came up with a couple of rules that I kind of follow, um, whether on purpose or just by living uh, a normal life of a working family. (laughs) Um, I definitely, for new shows, I don't watch a new show, like a brand new show, no matter how much people rave on it and how great it is or whatever, unless the show has to be like way into the like end of its like almost at the end of the season and it has to be guaranteed a renewal like mm-hmm. I hate I don't even know how many shows I've watched where uh, the show ended up canceling or something mm-hmm. and then one season you're like left on a cliffhanger it was that show on Fox Firefly um, not Firefly mm-hmm. but um, it was recent it was with the android cop oh uh, and, not too uh, human was it too human inhuman too human inhuman what are those things well, yeah it was something <laughs> like that but that show was because <laughs> like, it's Fox it's like oh. oh so frustrating so now I don't I don't watch a brand new show unless it gets it gets renewed for a second season like it guarantee has to be renewed um, for movies uh, they have to have been super hyped 
Um, and it has to have like the trailer. I'm a big, 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 big fan of trailers. Um, I don't watch a trailer after the official trailer comes out. So like mm-hmm. a TV spot and all that stuff, I don't like watching because they reveal the whole movie. Like I think they did it on Civil War. Mm-hmm. Uh, just countless blockbusters do it. Every time there's a TV spot for the trailer, it just it just kills it. It's like oh, I, I guess I, guess I know what's gonna happen right. here. The only movies that they'll apply to it like Inception and stuff, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't predict what's gonna happen in that movie, like or uh, Interstellar. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't predict what was gonna happen, yeah. right? But like, well, like modern, yeah, Civil War is like oh hey, Spider Man's here, cool. That was like, I mean, why did they even have to yeah. tell us that? Like, you it's, just kept hinting at it and don't reveal mm-hmm. it. What like, I think it would have been like, I mean, it was cool. It was a cool movie regardless, but like, if they would have kept that secret, like, can imagine. you imagine what the word of mouth would have been for the mm-hmm. movie at, if they didn't reveal it? Yeah. And just people were like, oh my gosh, spoiler alert, Spider Man's in the film. Yeah. Like, people would have been talking about that all the way through, but mm-hmm. no, what did they do? Oh, it's in the trailer. Right. Yeah, he's, he's right there. But I mean, like, Black Panther still to, stole the show, but yeah. still imagine, like, how awesome would that be? It's like, it's. I mean, people on Facebook would have been like hella pissed. It's like, what the fuck? You know, you you ruined the movie for me. But like, that's just the fact that like, oh, wait, you, you didn't know Spider-Man's going to be there. You know, yep. and like that comes as a surprise. That's really cool. Another big uh, rule that I kind of follow, and this is just, this is really more based on life, is that I really don't <laughs> see movies up in a weekend. And the only reason <laughs> why I can't, I mean, there are exceptions to that. Like, there are some like hardcore major films that I'm just generally a fan of that I make plans and I go out of my way to go and watch like Doc Strange I saw like I think opening weekend or opening week mm-hmm. um, Inception Iron Man the first one I made mm-hmm. sure I, mean, I like left work went to the, <laughs> to the most ghetto theater that nobody likes it doesn't exist anymore and I went and watched it which was awesome because I, right. I had a whole theater to myself mm-hmm. to watch Iron Man and I was like, <laughs> like I was like sweet but like there's some movies um, I was supposed like even Revenant I was supposed mm-hmm. to go see but then end up seeing life like life happened or whatever yeah. but there are some exceptions but most blockbusters and all these things now will be online I don't know how, how long how many days later how many hours after yeah. it gets released in theaters but even so I try not to um, illegally attain a blockbuster or a major film that I'm a fan of right mm-hmm. like I want to support um, I'll do a uh, rental on iTunes or mm-hmm. Amazon or something like that. If I if I if it gets out of theaters, or I'll go to our favorite Logan. <laughs> yeah, it'll be, it'll be there <laughs> when I get to see it or whatever. So um, I have other rules, but those are ones that came up off the top of my head. Just because you know, if you follow, if you have any rules like that that you follow, or it just happens to you, then you know definitely share with us on our Facebook page, um, Certified Last Carrier Podcast, because you know. Life happens. Nobody can watch everything. I have a friend who supposedly stays current on everything. I'm like, what do you do for work? Like, yeah, how do you do that? Do you like, yeah, <laughs> you have like a life no, outside of it? He's not married. He no. has no kids. So, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I get it, you know. But, like, most of the time, people are out there living life. I have more friends now who are doing that. We're all mm-hmm. living life. We're doing stuff. So it's like you don't have time all the time mm-hmm. to go binge. Most of my binge happens at like between the hours of 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. Like <laughs> my wife and son have to be asleep and then I can mm-hmm. enjoy like several hours of stuff. Like especially when I want to do an intellectual or a deep show like House of Cards. Right. It's like I don't want to watch that and my son is telling you. Yelling in the like I need to figure out I need to catch all the little details he mm-hmm. said all the little comments because those are like important to that show like, right it'll 
come up later like oh like that's, that's why he what said he that meant. like you know or if it's something like Daredevil I want to see like a particular fight scene and you can't enjoy a fight scene when somebody's jumping on your back yeah <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, main topic of the day. Uh, we I mentioned it earlier, and um, John actually brought this up. He posted that there's a, a third installment of the uh, Resident Evil video game movies that were you that were made by. Uh, like, the, what, yeah, it's, it's made like, by John. it's made by Capcom themselves. I think like it's not like the. It's not like the recent Resident Evil movie, like with Mila Jojovich. I, I can't pronounce her name. Sorry for butchering that. <laughs> but it's not like the live action ones. Mm-hmm. These, I think, they actually take place in the actual universe of the game. I think they use the actual game engine. I don't know because it doesn't. It doesn't look like a Pixar movie, right. but it's still a three D movie. I think after you said that, I went to look it up. I think they do use the video they, game engine. They I think use the actual game engine. Okay, way. that's how they like keep their costs. Right, I, I figure because you know if they already have like the the software or like the the, the assets, so like why Most not? Of the time yeah, they have the cutscenes. Yeah, exactly. I said this for years. Mm-hmm. I was like, why not make if at the very least all these great movies, like I mean all these great video games, um, like what's the what's the video game with Snake? Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Solid. Yeah. Why not take all those cutscenes that you put time and effort into, and at the game, end of the game you beat it or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you get all the cutscenes put together into a film, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's your prize for winning the game, or mm-hmm. like, or you can sell it as a bonus or something mm-hmm. like that. Hey, here's all the cutscenes. It doesn't really, you know, help you beat the game, but it's nice because they already put in the work. Like it's right. already there. Why not put all the cutscenes together? So coming out with, and I had no idea this is even out there. So when I when you said it, I was like, oh, this is this is something I want to see because um, the computer gen, the video game generated films, you know, it's it's, it's a different take, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like it because instead of it being a movie based on a video game, it's a video game that made a movie, so you don't have to worry about yeah, storylines yeah. being crappy or changed. Yeah. During like movie. it's the actual writers, <laughs> so it's, you know, you don't, don't have to worry about anything like. Like something come out of left field, or like, oh, they got superpowers now. Like, okay, sure, why not? Yeah, like all the randomness of um, these other films, like all these video game uh, films based on video games mm-hmm. in recent history. Like, you had Angry Birds, which I don't really <laughs> actually, uh, but I just remembered it. It's a recent movie that came out, um, and then you mentioned yesterday uh, World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft right? Warcraft, and yeah, I personally yeah. like World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. Um, the film, um, it was nice to see it after I had played the game for so long. I haven't played it recently, but back when I was playing it and then the film comes out, I'm like, okay, cool, nice little thing. It wasn't a great, like, film or anything. <laughs> right, because, like, you know, after like, that movie came out, there was, like, crickets, like, no... Nothing I was said. the fans mm-hmm. probably saw it. Not mm-hmm. the fans, but, like, people who played World of Warcraft saw it, mm-hmm. and that was pretty much... I doubt it made any real yeah. money or mm-hmm. anything. Um, I, it, which sucks because back to my certified last carrier rule, it, um, for it to get a sequel, it probably needed to make money, yeah. and I don't think it did. And mm-hmm. the way they ended the movie was like they expect <laughs> it to get another movie. Yeah, they, they went with the whole like, oh, trilogies are popular. Let's, let's go with that. Like, no and, man, and you gotta make a sure. Bad gamble, bad gamble. It's not like a, a fan favorite like Pacific Rim, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I remember when you were telling me about Pacific Rim and like how, you know, it was like playing on that whole big monster thing or whatever. Yeah. I was like, okay, when I saw the trailer, I was like, this is a one-off. 
Mm. Like, this is cool. <laughs> this is awesome. I like it. You know, I, I it's one of what um, I'm going to call uh, 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 watch a movie while you work. <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't need to focus on this movie. You're doing other stuff and you have a movie playing in the background. Um, but it had such a huge following. Like, I think it made decent amount of money. It had a great amount of hype behind it. Um, so they're coming out with it, too. Mm-hmm. I, I think this year. I don't know yeah. if they're filming it. This yeah, they're, they're filming because I know um, John Boyega is like, he <laughs> says it's the star for that one. Oh, so that's cool. pretty cool. Great. He got out of the Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> he got out of the yeah, attack, yeah, attack the block. The way they're doing Star Wars now, all of those, all the actors in there, all the new ones or whatever, mm-hmm. definitely need other projects. Yeah. Because if you think you're going to ride the Star Wars wave and just going to carry your career, you're going to be mistaken. You're mm-hmm. going like, to go home crying. <laughs> Especially <laughs> <laughs> Although he he seems to be coming out with his own stuff like uh, that's outside of you know him being Kylo Ren, which is pretty cool. I think of all of the actors, like he's the one that. Uh, well, aside from um, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, the the guy that played Poe. Uh, forgot his name. What was that actor's name? I, I, I don't well, he he played Apocalypse in the latest X Men movie, but it's, it's, oh, yeah. he did. Yeah, I didn't even connect those. I just saw. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, was scared. <laughs> I just saw <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't finish watching it. So hey, that's fine. That's fine. I still haven't seen um Batman vs Superman. So it's like, <laughs> if you watch that movie, mm-hmm. when you watch it, def- definitely make sure I'm not saying how you're gonna obtain the film, mm-hmm. but when you watch it. <laughs> Make sure you watch it in uh, high def mm. on a good screen. Right. Um, just because they they did they put details in the background mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and you just want to enjoy the effects. Though, so those are certain movies where if I don't get to see them in theaters, mm. I want to make sure I have the time and, and opportunity to watch them in high def yeah. and on a good screen because like, it, cause it's such an enormous scale mm-hmm. movie. Like you can't watch it on your, your computer. <laughs> you can't watch it on your phone. It's like, oh, like no, that's like no. Only thing I watch on my phone if it's a movie or something. If it's like a thriller or something like mm. that, like people talking. Like, yeah. Mm. I don't, if there's any big effects or explosions, it's a waste of time. To watch like you, you want to see like how you know close to how it's it's meant to. So that's even if it's how bad Transformers and stuff are. Like <laughs> watching it on your phone is a waste of time. <laughs> You're doing. Your I think watching them in general is a waste of time, but. <laughs> We're definitely going to talk about Transformers like in a future episode mm. because um, I don't hundred percent get the the, the anger towards <laughs> the Transformers franchise. I get it, mm. I do, but at the end of the day, it's like it's a big kid movie, right? It's 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 big robots mm. running around blasting stuff. Right, it's giant robots punching each other. Mad? But, but I, I get yeah. why people are so mad about certain storylines. Like the next one coming up is like ridiculous with the whole sword and King Arthur. <laughs> But I like at the end of the day, it's big robots blowing up stuff. Who? I'm not mad. <laughs> go ahead, Michael Bay, go blow up more stuff. Blow the movie on here. Right. Just <laughs> if they make, they all make money. All of them. That's true. Nobody's gonna argue with that. They all, all the Transformers movies made money without an issue. But um, back to Resident Evil. Um, I definitely liked. I haven't finished watching. I just started watching the the current one, uh, Resident Evil two that from two thousand eight. I don't know what it's called. If it's Damnation or Incarnation or something. I forgot. Yeah, there's Damnation. There's another one. Like I forgot what they're. All but they're called, they're but. right. But they followed us. They follow back to back. I like the fact that mm-hmm. it follows the storyline from the game that mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. And just so you guys know a little bit about me. I'm a uh, wannabe game. Like, I want to play <laughs> video games, 
but I just can't. Like, mm. I, I gave up buying consoles. The, last, the console I partially own now is the Xbox 360. <laughs> um, and I wish, I really, in all of my inner child heart, wish I could play video games. <laughs> but with all the media that I watch, with producing this podcast and with all the other little projects I have, I know that if I play video games, it would be a waste. Like, yeah. and, not, and, and the fact you have a son, that, that, that like, may have something to do with it. Older, maybe I'll probably get like, the Xbox Sapphire or whatever you call it at the time, right? Like, yeah. I'll get that and then we'll play together and I'll be like, happy about it. But like, like, it'll be a great way to get back into gaming because, like, now you have an excuse, you know? Like, right. Oh, yeah. like, and I even said, I downloaded Steam on my, on my mm-hmm. computer and I was like, I'm going to play games on here. I haven't downloaded one. Like, <laughs> and I really want to. just, I know it's just, I have so many other distractions in my life. Not, not like, bad distractions, mm-hmm. but I like, do other stuff and it's just like, I, I can't play video games. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. It's like the the last system I I purchased was a PS3, which just eventually just became like a Blu-ray player or a Netflix machine for my yeah, dad. Yeah. So it's like, all right. I mean, like I played a couple of games, you know, when I had time, but now it's like, okay, either I have a, you know, either I have like 45 minutes to like launch something on Steam or pick up the 3DS. But other than that, it's like I got, you know. My friend is a hardcore gamer um, for Nintendo, and mm-hmm. he's a big fan of Nintendo. He's trying to get me to get the new Switch, um, Switch because of the portability. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, this is everything you complain about. You don't have time. You can just take it and move around mm-hmm. with it. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably just get the Game Boy. I will. I am planning to get the Game Boy. Uh, I forget what it's called. The 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. 3XL. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'll get one of those. I like that. I can travel with it. Yeah. Um, I can play video games. My son can play video games eventually. And I don't feel bad buying that console. Because yeah, because like it's a $300, like, you know, like, uh, console or slash handheld, which, well, the, that, the that's the same. The portability mm-hmm. of these things is, like, the time to sit at home and play a video game in front of your TV is yeah. very limited, and it's always going to be chopped up for me. Mm-hmm. So having that, and I can just take it with me wherever, I can, mm-hmm. you know, Take it to work. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can take it places and be playing it and not kill batteries on my phone and right. all that stuff. So yeah. like that's oh the my. same that's the same thing that kind of like is drawing me towards the switch just because like okay, like you know, I don't have to like you said, I don't have to worry about like making game time like in the living room or whatever. Mm-hmm. I could just take it with me and just just have the tablet or whatever it's called and just play that like um, on the train or like wherever, like bathroom, whatever. By the time I actually get into the switch and actually get it, maybe they'll fix some of the issues because I started mm-hmm. noticing people commented that if you're taking it out of the dock mm-hmm. a lot, that it's starting to mark up the screen or whatever, yeah. which is probably something they'll just figure out. Um, how to fix people are putting like microfiber cloths yeah. in your switch <laughs> to kind of get around that which I thought was funny I was like how they'll probably fix that in the right. I mean, that's, that's, generation yeah that's, that's always Nintendo because like you know like by like with me like when I finally bought the 3DS like a couple months later that's when I released the like the upgraded version of it so like okay so now I kind of I should know my lesson by now and not buy it but. that's what I'm waiting I feel mm-hmm. like when I buy the the XL, um, I'll be able to find like an Amazon kit or use one or whatever. Mm-hmm. Say, like getting everything together, you know. Right. I mean? Yeah. Like, and I'll just get it all at once, and all the kinks will be worked out or whatever. So, but I said all that to say about video games was that I liked how um, the Resident Evil franchise brings all that story together from what I remember of Raccoon City and mm-hmm. Pirates or whatever. So I know that storyline and now I get to watch a film that can carry that through yeah. um, without having to actually play video games. I feel like that's just another market that they can probably make money off. Mm-hmm. Again, I bring up like Metal Gear Solid, but I know there's so many other current uh, video games, especially franchises, that could easily 
um, make money off of selling a film mm-hmm. that they made, mm-hmm. you know, at, for whatever, like 15, 20 bucks as an right. add-on to download this and yeah. it's in the uh, app store for whatever system or whatever. Right. Like, you figure, like, a lot of games right now are being <laughs> cinematic anyway, so they already have, like, the quote-unquote studio, like, to develop that. So, like, that's not a bad idea. I mean, maybe some games already have been doing that. Like, I'm, I've just been out of a loop. Yeah. <laughs> we can ask our friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this is more into fighting games. So I don't know if he'll be able true, to. True, true, true. We don't need another Street Fighter movie, though, so. No, no, we, no, we don't. We don't. Yeah, I don't even think we need an animated Street Fighter movie. No, <laughs> I watched the um, animated one from whenever it was eighties, nineties. No, nineties. Yeah, that one was good, but like yeah. we, we don't need. Yeah, yeah. and I was yeah. like, oh, this is pretty good. Should end here. Yeah, there are certain times when certain things mm-hmm. need to end, and even as a certified carrier person, I'm like, I'm okay with certain things ending. I'm okay with certain things not rebooting. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with them not like. Like relaunching a franchise or something like that. Like, no, we don't need to. The only time, not only time, but one of the major times I do want to reboot mm. is if Disney can freaking buy X Men <laughs> from whoever has it, Fox or Sony, whoever, and Sony, reboot that. Sony has it, right? No, 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 Fox. Fox. So, can you imagine the rebooted mm. proper X Men mm. after? Uh, I think twenty twenty is the end of all the MCU, right? Like the, supposedly, that's the like end, phase. But like that's the end of that last phase three. Phase, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine they start phase four with the rebooted X Men? That would be perfect. Like, that yeah. will carry them through another mm. at least like two decades. Uh, sorry, at least ten years. Yeah. If they, they can just launch an X-Men franchise, and then it'll be, by that time, that'll be all new actors. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't even have to use Wolverine if they don't want to. Right. They can go any way they want. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy would be old. Yeah, so, so he, could, like, he, he could be, play. He can play Charles Xavier, <laughs> right? Magneto will be old. Mm-hmm. He can play... <laughs> yeah. like like Ma- Michael just, Fassbender will actually be old enough to be, you know, Magneto. You, Jackman, will actually right be time, old Logan. Right? So. I don't know what lawyer they need to assign for this. If they want to do crowdfunding, if they want to do a deal like what they did with Sony to get Spider-Man. Right. Like, so, okay. Like, like joint totally custody or something? Away, but they're still... I think their logo shows up in Civil War, right? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Whatever you have to right. do to reboot X Men mm. properly and let Disney Marvel actually take the reins and do something, mm. do it because that'll carry their franchise through. Because we talked about this a bunch, and I can use this for another podcast. But this comic book movie genre, I don't know if it'll last. I like past the movies, three, yeah, yeah, past the yeah, the movies. I don't. I think we we enjoy it as fans and everything like that, but I don't know. If the eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds in uh, was it 2017, in four or five years, are gonna mm. be like, oh, another <laughs> Avengers, or mm. oh, like you know what right. I mean? Like they're gonna carry themselves through and produce the box office numbers that they want. You know what I mean? Like with Iron Man, they sparked the industry, right? Mm. And they sparked something. Everybody's like, great. With Civil War, they're like, they're they're starting to peak. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, yeah. the, the Black Panther, like, the hype of Black Panther is carrying them through, and uh, Spider-Man, uh, Thanos, Homecoming. the threat of Thanos mm-hmm. is is carrying them through. The resurgence of Guardians of the Galaxy is helping them, you know, carry them through. Mm-hmm. But what's gonna happen? Phase three starts ending twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. You gotta have something ready. Doc Strange, I don't think is gonna carry them through past twenty twenty, past that phase three. Yeah. I don't think so. He's great. The movie great. Mm-hmm. The franchise is great. I just don't think. 
He's gonna. He's not Iron Man. Yeah, no, he he doesn't have that same like superhero. Story isn't even Iron Man. It's yeah. not enough to mm-hmm. carry. Them, yeah, know? like it would be a different like. Uh, it'll be more mystical, like which mm-hmm. is, that's what he is. But if people are, you know, want to see more like the traditional Avengers versus insert villain here, you know, that's like, oh, they, we got to save the White House for whatever reason. Like, you know, I don't know if, um, yeah, I don't know if Doc Strange will will have that because he, again, he's more the mystical stuff, more like the other world. He can do a three movie franchise. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Yeah, I don't um, think he's enough to like spark a new like. Oh, hey, here's the new Avengers or whatever. Tell me, just look out for it. if they have rumors of rebooting mm-hmm. X Men with Marvel that's, that's not Disney, Fox. <laughs> with Mar- I mean, even if they yeah. tag in, but with it's a mm-hmm. Marvel Disney run like project, mm-hmm. that Mar- that's easy money. All of them, all of them. If um, they, I don't know. I mean, like with the success of Logan and Deadpool, like I think they were like, oh yeah, we can do R-rated movies. Like, well, okay, that's. That's part of the success of it. Like I think also it's just you know treating your characters so right. Characters. But yeah, Marvel the 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 not Marvel Disney but Marvel as a um, comic book mm-hmm. has so much so many characters that they can pull from to do another R rated film that people are gonna love. Like, right, you can literally pull almost any hardcore character from Marvel and say we're gonna make that rated R and people are gonna love it. Mm-hmm. Or you can make Deadpool carry a franchise where it doesn't have to be a mm-hmm. Deadpool movie. Right, he can cameo in it. Mm-hmm. Or be a secondary character and, and keep he can keep a trend of R rated movies going for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, not Marvel. Who's who Fox? Fox, yeah. For them. And mm-hmm. nobody's gonna complain. Mm-hmm. But people want <laughs> X-Men. Yeah, we no, we want good X-Men. <laughs> and think about and think about that. Obviously we're gonna always talk about this, but think about the climate of the country, right? Mm-hmm. Can you yeah. imagine what Marvel, what mm-hmm. X-Men would do to right. the, you know that whole oppressed Mm-hmm. People and treating them right, and like blah, blah, blah. discrimination, all that yeah, stuff. Like, hey, you know, we have a whatever like, little hits you want mm-hmm. in there. You can make a forty-five like uh, senator <laughs> <laughs> in there. You know, you can, yeah. and have him get killed off. You know, you can, like do whatever you want with that and just carry it through. Like yeah. the VP is already an X-Men villain. Yeah, like, yeah, so definitely. that's that's perfect. Like you know, like this this climate, like an X-Men that's done right would would just be perfect. Because um, we talked about this before too. Like oh yeah, yeah, Avengers is cool. Captain America's great. Iron Man is cool and whatnot. But as kids, we grew up. You know, we, we grew up loving the X-Men. Like, and it's not just so much like, oh, you know, they have awesome superpowers, which they do. But we, we like, as nerds and geeks, we, you know, we connected with that whole, like, you know, the, it the was feeling a of being discrimination. Yeah. Like, you remember just the, the trends of the 90s and everything mm-hmm. that happened, all the films that came out, everything kind of had all the same feel of, like, gritty, grungy, um, oppression and, re- and rebirth and mm-hmm. emergence or coming of age and blah 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 blah, blah that we all grew up on I'm gonna have to stop this <laughs> we will start a whole new episode <laughs> um, but definitely we, we are definitely um, gonna wrap up time because I think our significant others will kill us <laughs> um, but uh, we definitely we will have more more content. We'll have more episodes. I think the format works very well. Mm. We'll have our hidden coffer join us. On the next <laughs> one. Um, and I think it'll be great. What I want to do now is, John, go ahead and plug your social media. See where uh, where can people find you? All right. Um, I have a lot of like I guess social media stuff, but like uh, I guess the one centralized location would be GarciaArts.com. From there, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, what have you. Uh, I try to. 
I try to post as much as I can weekly, you know, just like whether it's like work in progress or uh, like finished client work and the occasional cat pictures, because why not? It's the internet. So, but yeah, like. Stop posting all those geopolitical memes. <laughs> <laughs> Blame it on Reddit. So. <laughs> but yeah, y- y- y'all can find me in grissyarts.com and then, uh, yeah, I ho- hope to hear from you guys. All right, uh, Certified Last Care Podcast. You can find me, Mr. Don't Boomy. Um, everywhere on social media at D-N-T-B-O-O-M-E um, you can literally find me all over the um, we'd love to hear from you hashtag CLC hashtag certified last carrier um, find us on Facebook right now only on Facebook and SoundCloud actually I'm sorry so Facebook, SoundCloud and iTunes you can subscribe, subscribe comment, like please give us some catchings give us some feedback make your um, uh issues and binge stories known we have a big big announcement for the next coming weeks you'll definitely see this around um it'll probably out before the next podcast thanks to garciaarts.com for the new logo that's coming out it'll definitely make uh Cephalus carrier a little bit more understandable um and we're launching a new campaign for make it a verb with all that just means is for people who don't understand what Cephalus carrier is or uh, certified last care podcast we're going to make you understand what it is so that when people can tell you you're carrying last or you're, you're a certified last carrier and um, it will become a thing rather than us always having to explain it. Mm. you'll just know what it is yeah. we'll, we'll be a hashtag <laughs> and we'll, we'll get we'll get Jay-Z to sign us for title <laughs> every every big social media, every big content producer always wants to become a hashtag that's what you should buy mm. but anyways great chatting here we had a great episode we're going to sign off now and I appreciate you guys like subscribe comment and we are out peace <laughs>